there, everybody. We're back. It's the Mantra Pals. Run the jingle. talking about the stories we tell and that makes us the cronies we tell run that jingle <laughs> yeah we do run Damn the it. yeah we do jingle more jingles <laughs> fuck you tim we in the first 30 seconds of the podcast have now established wait 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 hold jingles. on hold on all right. So, um, yeah, stories we tell. <clears throat> My favorite movie of the semester. I was about to 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 cry cry foul, but then I realized comparatively, you might be right. Although it's been like Videodrome, this, and kind of everything else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I think it was one of the more interesting movies we've watched. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I might go so far as to say this is my favorite documentary. Period. Period. Period? Oh wow. Period. Interesting. Yeah. That's All bold. right. Why is mm. that? Um. Well, we'll get into that. You know, Tim, what did you think? Um, <laughs> we'll get into that in thirty seconds. All right. I thought we were in it, but uh. <laughs> yeah. Like. I liked it. It held my attention. It was a good story. It was told well. That's the name of it. So. Mm. I'm a fan. Oh. It was, it was, was it long? How long was it? I don't know. It didn't feel long if it was. I like the question. Long. Was it long? I don't, I don't think it, it was just, It started and then it ended and I went somewhere after that. I, I should have the Wikipedia page up. Um, the last two weeks since I've just been, a, I mean the last day has just been a blur. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> Subtle. Um, yeah, I, nine minutes. Right. How many? An hour, hour 45. Hour 45. Oh, um, wow. It went by pretty quick. Yeah. It did, yeah. Well, Which I think, is a good I sign think for me, at least. <laughs> the, the whole way that they kind of formatted this whole um, documentary, the whole documentary, was I thought it's one of its biggest strengths. Mm. Which was that it never at any point settled on one thing for a long time. Yeah, it was it was always moving from person to person or from element of the story to element of the story. I was so appreciative. Sorry. Go oh no, you go. I like that <clears throat> it it could tell a serious story and there was a lot of drama, but a lot of the people she was interviewing were like funny and would pepper in. Yeah, like, she pepper in. Do you say? That was the vocab phrase of last... Run the vocab phrase of last week, Jingle. Vocab phrase of last week. Um, <laughs> um, this is going to play as... Huh. Afterwards. But I, cool. I, I feel like if it was a, like a very serious, heartfelt thing for an hour and 45 minutes, it would have grabbed me less than if it kind of went into different directions. It was funny sometimes, it was sad sometimes. It was kind of like life. It's like, it's funny, it's sad, it's a whole yeah. bunch of... She made, she got really lucky having a very funny family. <laughs> the story could engaging. could in any other situation be a a chore to get through. Yeah, because it's like on the outside, it's just like very melodramatic and frankly 
not I understand like personally it'd be very affecting, but it's not that interesting it's, it's a not, story. No, it's not really that singular. It's pretty like But <laughs> Oh, here he comes. In the Second editing one. and everything and the way it's all told and the story it tells. I, um it's really engaging it's just like very yeah. and very as you guys have said very like i feel like this is gonna be a really short podcast because like, it's well I no, don't have that much to say no no it's it's that i do <laughs> it's I, I agree it's it's gonna be great that's that's gonna be the the crux of this but keep going but um and it also i feel like it um not to get too personal here but like i recently over the summer i lot a friend of mine lost his mom who pretty much everything that they use to explain or to describe the mom in this documentary is like the exact same way that they described her at like the funeral and all the services and stuff so it was it like immediately i was like wow yeah i'm in this and then just like it just keeps going and it's it's a lot of fun i think fun yeah um (laughs) no no i think i think that again i'll keep keep saying this but one of its many strengths was that it was so kind of relatable which goes back to its title which is stories we tell because um even though like you were saying it's not exactly that effective or affecting outside of her small Mm -hmm. circle of family it's something that is very relatable which is just relationships with parents relationships with family Mm. and and the way that that they kind of adapt after something like like that kind of a bombshell but it's, it's also never even really about that story and more about the stories we tell and just how you tell stories and how stories can change based on perspective and who's allowed to tell a story and what makes the truth and all that which speaking of i will say i'm not a fan harry if you're listening to this (laughs) come find me i'll fight you i won't um not a fan of of he will harry uh her dad oh her real dad? Oh, her real dad. Okay. Yeah. Her I thought dad. Meant, like Harry Knowles. And I was like, no, 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 no. Her, her dad, her, her technical dad, her biological. Not, not biological. Her, her, her dad as her it were. dad. Yeah. The one she calls dad. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of. But I just, I, I will say one thing that bothered me that I kind of want to touch on was, was how Harry kept insisting that it was his story to tell, mm-hmm. and like no one else can tell this story. Yeah. That just pissed me off. And maybe she put that in as kind of a way to like present the antithesis of of what she was trying to say i think it was supposed to kind of piss you off a little bit yeah well but i also credit where credit's due she she really i feel like it wasn't intended maliciously i don't i don't think so either but all of his recountings are so like romantic and it's like it was something for sight it was just like we fucked like rabbits you know like yeah um and that whole thing was all it's all, it, that's all he really talks about and so like of course it was going to happen when it's like narrow minded yeah and it's all like very like <clears throat> himself and I just I feel like it was going to happen I feel like that's kind of the value of this documentary is that it since it's so top down and so widespread we get to see everybody's opinions on the story the way the story is being told which I think yeah. is interesting no I can't think of another documentary I've seen that's they've actively been commenting on how it's being made as it's being made. Um, and I think that's really interesting. But also, I think, like, if he thought he had this, like, really true, earnest love story, he doesn't want to get spun by a homewrecker, by someone who might not mm. 
like know his complete side of the story so i get his wanting the story to be his because he wants to like yeah. no i'm not a cheating heartless whatever but like so i get that but it's still not really his yeah it's, I don't think and here we go into the into the big parts, but like I don't think any story is any particular person's to tell. Yeah, which I think is the one thing that I liked uh, about this movie because it was never just one. It was never just Sarah's story. It was just as much her brother and her sisters and her mom's friends and, and everything. Because it, it's it's I don't know. I thought I thought I like to think that stories are told best when they're told collectively, and 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 that's. What, what this movie but did, which is why just, I didn't like Harry. If it was just any one of them telling the story for an hour and 40 minutes, it would be a, a bad movie. But I, I don't think... <laughs> which is why it's about, like, you need her friend's mom's Right, but I, I don't, I don't ads... think the reason that she included everybody was to make it more interesting, because I think... No, I'm not saying that. And I think it's, I think it's also interesting. It uh, speaks even more to the credit of this movie that it isn't, because it is directed and written and like conceived by one person Sarah Polly of Go and The Adventures of Aaron Munchausen fame um, who we mentioned in last week's podcast <clears throat> Sarah Polly. Boom! Bonus credit We're not um, flashing back to that one Okay, That was a one time thing <laughs> It's getting way too conceptual <laughs> No one's going to keep up with us <laughs> um, We can't keep up with us no, um, we can't. But like the way that she is so detailed Attached from the narrative because like coming out of it i was like my only fault with this movie is that i want more of her perspective but then i realized in like an almost unfathomably like broad way it is her perspective because she gets the edit she's the movie is her perspective. yeah it's her, <laughs> exactly so she doesn't need to put her voice <clears throat> in it so i think it's i think that's a very bold choice it pulls the rug it pulled well it pulled the rug out from under me in a way that, even though chronologically doesn't add up, I haven't been shocked by a movie with like left with my mouth hanging open since The Handmaiden last year. Hmm. The Handmaiden, you should all check that out. Why are you whispering? South Korean film, uh, very good. Don't know the director's name, but he did Old Boy. Oh, um, oh, oh, no, I know this. Bong Ding. Uh, bong I might bong. sound culturally insensitive, but it. You it's... did just say Bong Ding. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, his first name is, it's like Bong Joon-Wan or something like no, that. No, Bong, no, well, there's Bong Joon-Ho, but I don't think he directed it. I'm going to look this up. I thought right he now. did something. I thought no, he did I, the good, I, the bad, and the weird. If I get Spike Lee as the director for Old Boy, if that's what, oh, Par, uh, Park Chan-Wook. Park Chan-Wook. Yeah. yeah. Oh, something funny, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> um, can you believe this guy? <laughs> Stories we tell. <laughs> um, but yeah, and like the whole realization that like probably at least half, if not more, of the like archival footage in the movie was completely fabricated. Not. I loved that. <laughs> Blew my fucking brain out onto, I would say, against the wall behind me, but there was a bunch of people behind me. So probably on those people. All behind. over those people. Poor, poor people. Oh, um, Splashdown. But no, that I actually really liked that. I was I was kind of conflicted for a little bit because I thought that I don't know it seemed like artificial. Mm. But but I it it again kind of ties in with the whole idea of stories we tell and, and the recreation of stories and and the kind of amorphous shape that they take based on mm. where they sit and, and where the truth lies. Plus, 
it was done spectacularly well. I could not it tell the difference. Yeah, because there's the thing that was really smart is she didn't try to have like any dialogue or anything no. in it. So it was all like very. Um, it felt incredibly genuine <laughs> and like real. And the whole thing was based on like telling stories, so it seemed like less concerned with reality and more concerned with like this is what happened because these are what people are saying. Yeah. Th- or these, this is what people are saying happened, so this is what happened because that's mm-hmm. the story. Yeah. Which is one of the weirdest things that I kind of had to not come to terms with because it's not like it was a epiphany or an existential crisis or anything but it occurred to me while after watching this and kind of thinking about it that if like like the the witnesses of an event are the ones that control the like the truth i I don't know how to say this without sounding like a 14 year old who's trying to be really like insightful on facebook but but it's it's weird to think that if, I'm going to urge you, please don't. <laughs> if, if the three of us were to be at some event and no one else were to be there, and we described it as some way that it wasn't actually that it actually wasn't, this might be hard to follow. Um, I'm I'm following you, Tim. Are you following? I'm there. Yeah, yeah. Then, then we. I mean, I mean, <laughs> we like, were there. Yeah, so. yeah. If if I'm the only one who sees something, I can lie about what I saw, and that's mm-hmm. the truth because there's nothing that would say otherwise, which is weird because it suddenly makes the truth, which is like this cornerstone of of civilization and, and no I'm sorry society and justice and all these different things I might st- I might be stretching a little bit I might be cornerstone <laughs> yeah cornerstone <laughs> what that's the 14 year old word there <laughs> actually the cornerstone of civilization is science that's why we brought both of you along <laughs> you guys will know what it means next podcast yeah <laughs> I'm sorry that cornerstone is a hard word for you guys to keep up with, but it's a good one. There's the 14 year Fuck you guys. I will get hostile real quick. But you know what? I'm trying to be insightful. There's the vocab word of the day. Cornerstone. Cornerstone. Vocab word of the week. What? Keep talking. <laughs> the one who was talking. Oh, no, I don't know. Truth. About corners and stone. <laughs> Pyramids had cornerstones. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> they didn't really have corners. They kind of had like a. They absolutely had corners. Yeah, I feel like a pyramid from the inside. I feel like a corner has to be a ninety degree angle. Like that might just be narrow minded of me, but wait, but that's what the pyramids have. No, they're like more. Acute. The pyramid's a square. No, yeah, from the top. A pyramid is a pyramid. Fuck off. Yeah, but like the base angle. of the pyramid. No, I know, but as you go higher, it's not going to be more. No, but the yeah, base but is the all corners degrees. are going to be. <laughs> all no, the cornerstones are ninety degrees. But it has multiple corners because it goes up in layers, and then as it goes up, it gets less. Well, yeah, not. All yeah, but it. they're all going to be at ninety degrees when they have to turn the side. It's like a square. Can we just talk about what a cornerstone is objectively right now? Yeah. <laughs> Let's run the they jingle build real the quick. Pyramid out of tiny triangles. <laughs> a cornerstone. word of the week. Uh, the cornerstone, or foundation stone, concept is derived from the first stone set in the construction of a masonry foundation, important since all other stones will be set in reference to this stone, thus determining the position of the entire structure. So if you look at the stone as kind of an allegory for the way that civilization is built, you'll find that I was correct in my original use of this. And I think word. we were too in our use of the pyramids. <laughs> I was never arguing you guys on that. I'm just saying that... Hey, man, this motherfucker doesn't think the pyramids had corners. <laughs> yes, they, pyramids have four fucking corners, but they don't have corners.
counters all the way up because they get more acute. They're pyramids. I don't. That's not. I think cornerstones are the cornerstone of civilization. Fuck off. Because you need them to build this the rest the of the This is the hottest thing since cornerstone. You can. <laughs> there was there was the light bulb. Sliced bread. Cornerstone. I feel like the cornerstone would actually come before the light bulb. We've just been yeah, building houses on hills and they've been falling. <laughs> You're describing California right now. So that's very accurate. No, but I promise you, like like those those dome huts, no cornerstones there. Just a lot of twigs and hides. <laughs> dried dried animals. Got skin. us there. <laughs> There's no corners there. There aren't stones either, are there? No stones. No. They they had stones. They had stones. It's not like stones just randomly showed up one day. In a pelt hut. I think this is the best part of the podcast so far. <laughs> this is a waste of time, and I love it. Um, what was I saying about truth? Not in a pelt hut. Fuck. I lost you like five hours ago, man. How long have you been here? You're saying the truth is... Oh, God. The cornerstone. <laughs> it's cornerstone. <laughs> How much of this can we cut before our None of it. I'm gonna, I, I want most Mark, of it. Left. I want specifically Mark, but everyone who's listening to this to know that at this point, if you're hearing me say this, I've cut nothing. So I'm gonna cut none of this, and we're just gonna kind of get back on track uh, now. <laughs> um, so corners. Carry on. So yeah, stories we tell. Uh, it, it talks about how truth is weird. <clears throat> so. Freeman. Freeman, Freeman, mm. please. Mm. Please, Freeman. Mm. Say something. Mm. What do you want me to say? I don't know. What do you have to say? I want to see what Sarah Polly does next. Is she working on anything now? No. Not that I could find. Huh. Yeah, I, she... I don't necessarily want to go back to... I think she's a great actor, but like, I think... I want to see what she... Because after seeing how masterfully she fucking duped me... With all with due respect, movie. I hope she finds out that her mother wasn't actually her mother and we get a dope sequel. I hope it turns out that that last line, it, like <laughs> yeah. she takes a, a DNA test with that guy too, and then it's like, well, he's also 99.99999% your dad. I'm now trying to figure out the math, what the math would be for someone who has two dads and one mom. I don't know how that would work. I don't fucking know. But... That was, I will say, that was a genius little addition at the very yeah, end. Yeah, that's a great note. Just, again, to, to kind of touch about how stories change quickly. I also like that there was never a point in it where they were like, your mom was a slut. Like, there was no way. Yeah, oh, no, even the no... dad, like, her dad, not As her it were. actual dad, but her dad is like, um, not her biological dad, but her dad is like, never mad about it. He's like, I was kind of relieved, but like... Their marriage was very interesting. Yeah. Kind of hard to follow. And sad. Me. That was... Yeah. It, it is very... I mean, I said it was fun because it is fun because of the structure of it and like the labyrinth and journey it takes you on. It's but easy it is, to watch, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a not very... Unfortunate. Sad, but touching, but sad story. Yeah, it sad. <laughs> it's all about like lives wasted and yeah, loves. Because yeah, he's like, oh, I could have been a writer. I was a good painter. But yeah, I'm doing. It, it got really. And he's always about like I didn't, I didn't love her the way that she wanted to be loved, and like. But then it kind of turned around because this made him want to write, and he wrote his thing that he narrated. It like threw up the whole thing. Wait, no, I thought Sarah wrote that. 
Did he write that or did? No, oh no! Oh no! That, yeah. that was his. That was his. Like that was the book that he wrote. The like. No, his, wasn't that letter to her? No, because remember he started writing his story. He, he sat down. He got a like a notebook and just started handwriting his his story, and it was like a couple 30, 40 pages. But it is to her. I mean, yeah. I, I thought it I, was a letter that he had wrote written to her after the like. I suppose. Big I suppose it could like ostensibly like, be a letter that he sent. But, yeah. But I, the 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 implication I got or like like what I understood was that. He wrote it kind of just as his story, not really as a dear Sarah. When I was twelve, like he, I don't, I think it was more just. You know. Oh my! Let's get into it. Somehow, that's the How even. How many pages is this? The even more meta sequel to the stories we tell, the Tories we tell, where it's it's about the origins of that piece of writing that he reads. Wait, did you say the Tories we tell? Like two. Tories. Oh. Stories. I thought you were saying yeah, that we were going to explore the history of the yeah. Torah in the in the, the, in the <laughs> Yeah, that sounds just as interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think, like you said, this is going to be a pretty short podcast, mm-hmm. only because I I think we all agree that it was well done, mm-hmm. and that, I mean, I, <clears throat> yeah, we're still we're still going. But yeah, it's, it's. I was curious how. Long yeah, no, it's. I mean, we're we're probably at, at ten or fifteen minutes, but, but yeah. It's, no way. You think more? Yeah, it's been like twenty. All right, fine. Let's say twenty minutes. It's we'll, been like five. Let's hours. let's let's give ourselves a nice liberal twenty. I I don't know what. Can you do the math? What's six hundred and seventy-four bars, Tim? At one twenty beats per minute. Oh fuck. <laughs> no, so that's sixty seconds. That would be six hundred. Tim's doing the math right now. We'll put in some kind of math, science, and music. Wait, We're 600 minutes no, into this podcast. What's, like, show us what's 684 times 2, and that's the number of seconds? <laughs> okay, hold on. 684. <laughs> Let's round up and say 1,400 seconds. Divide. <laughs> Fuck off. I how useless this was Why as were I was you... saying it. All right, got to figure out how much. don't have like, a little number somewhere in there. That's All right, like... guys. We're at 1,400 seconds. <laughs> well, uh, oh, in, wow. in about... Five bars we are. Um, I don't know. I, I I'm gonna. I think I think wrap up a little bit probably. Okay. Which is which is just to say that I liked it a lot. It was fun to watch. It was uh, for for something that's like you said is kind of so somewhat tragic and seemingly dour. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very easy to watch and and very kind of surprisingly fast paced and upbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it had a lot of really nice comprehensive points uh it 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 i mean it was made really well i i don't know it's it was just good yeah are I we trying to kill more it. time it's Please. this movie or life itself for my favorite documentary life itself it's the roger ebert bio oh i saw mm. that's a great one mm. i uh have you seen blackfish no blackfish good i wrote an entire paper on blackfish without actually having seen Going Clear was pretty good. Going Clear. Uh, Alex, oh, I didn't mean to see Alex, that uh, what is that, Alex Gidney? I think that's his name. Montage of Heck might be my favorite documentary. have not seen that, is but that I really Korean wanted one? to. Mm. Yeah. Super is that the one that she oversaw? Because I heard one of them was really good and one of them was really good. Courtney Love killed. And Courtney Love I, oversaw one of them. I don't think so. Courtney Love killed kind of neutered it. Yeah. Because Courtney Love's kind of a bitch. <laughs> Turns out. Yeah. Remember when she thought that she found the the disappeared Malaysian Airlines? No. She started tweeting about that a lot. 
Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of the Andre 3000 Jimi Hendrix movie they made, but the family didn't give them rights to any of the music. <laughs> so they did, couldn't use... Apparently, Andre 3000 gave a really good performance, though. I saw I saw a clip of that where he, like, performs a, a Beatles song at a concert, and, like, he does a great job, but it's, like, baffling how little effort was put into, like accuracy because like and then it was like i watched it on youtube and then immediately afterwards it was like the actual concert footage none of the costumes were even remotely close to each other the setting wasn't close to each other i was like i understand liberties but like you could try a little harder <laughs> oh courtney love did work on it hey look at that it's really good though oh um, hey we're about 25 minutes not bad mm. um I could start reading the IMDb goofs. No, I think I think that's that's. I think then it becomes clear that we're out of content. Also, please so. release this on Blu-ray. I want to own this on Blu-ray. Yeah, that'd be great. That would be great. That'd be great. Um, I'm yeah. Gonna show it to my mama in Blu-ray high definition. Well, that was cronies we tell. Join us next week for. Argyzville. Argyzville. I was going to say Arrival. Our our calm and and reasoned discussion about Denis Villeneuve's I can be as calm soon as to you be want. classic. I'm excited for next week. Arrival. I'm excited for next week. I'm terrified that this is our final. <laughs> no, this is gonna be great. He's gonna like it. I am scared a little bit. Bye.